Hello and welcome to Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. I think you might have just started the show, if I'm honest. Uh, nah, do it anyway. Do it, do anyway. it anyway. Put Jake's in and then also put yours. Uh, I, I, think, I, think, I think I will. Hello and welcome to Nitwick Radio. This is season two, episode nine. Still no confidence on that. Dang. Still. I'm telling you, we just got to start throwing out random numbers. Nobody's going to notice. Nobody, we Jameson haven't even tried Mike. that before. Literally, the only people that listen are people okay. who find us on the Look, subreddits. To the listeners of an album. True. We have we have something pretty big happening. Uh, I knew it was going to be about the Zune. I knew that's what so, the Something was be pretty big is happening in the studio with us We're today. skipping my album this week. We're, we're just we're, talking about Jake's Zune. We, we have Jake's Zune in my hand. What we're doing is we are invading my personal property <laughs> also um, we're invading i think before we take this any further for the zoomers the edgy nine-year-old atheists that listen to us i think we should probably inform them what a zune is because that has not been an item you could buy they in like very well years. probably don't know that's it's actually okay, true i was gonna say it's an ipod but that probably doesn't mean anything I to anybody I, under the I, age I, of 18 I, either i think <laughs> a great source to learn about the zune uh we were we were in florida uh a week ago and um, we were in the apartment watching The Simpsons at like one in the morning after we had landed. Going to wake up at like seven in the morning to go and hit a theme park. And we're watching The Simpsons. And there, there, there's a there's a segment that comes up. And it's got, uh, I think Bart got warped to another dimension. And there's aliens. And they're all sitting there with headphones on. They're, they're all worshiping humanity. Like, uh, okay, that's what happened. Uh, a dump had a black hole in it, and everything Please in the dump. Describe this Simpsons episode the, more. Everything Aaron. in the dump went to this alternate dimension, and then they get sucked into the alternate dimension. And Bart's walking around; they're worshiping humanity based on all of our junk. And a bunch of them are standing around, and, and they have a zoom, and they're just going zoom, zoom. They're like, "This is zoom. the best invention you ever." Is this made. like a Treehouse of Horror episode? Because it, it was, yeah, yeah, it was. So, so I think that's all you need to know about zooms, zoomers. I, I think the no, Simpsons just there, no. There's a lot they need to know about zooms. It's literally just imagine having like physical storage, a little hard drive with the touchscreen attached to it. <laughs> well, hard drive. Okay, well, well let's sorry, take sorry, a step sorry. back. Imagine step having back. a proto-solid state drive, because I know you guys don't use hard disk drives anymore, <laughs> and it has a touchscreen on the front of it, much like your brand new iPhone 13 or whatever it is that we're at now, and you can store music on there and videos. Okay. even had access to the internet. You did. But we have to take a step back, people. No push notifications. There is, no, no. You guys are describing the Zune HD. <laughs> oh, we need okay. to get the big scroll we, wheel yes, Zune in this there bad was boy. an old school Zune. Looked like okay. a brick. You could kill somebody with it if you threw it hard enough. It literally. I'm sure people did. Yeah, it, oh, was, I probably was a, tried at one point. I had one. I Man, I want to find my... I don't know why we're hearing our, my Discord in our headphones. But I, I, anyway... Shout out to the zoo. A, a, anyway, um, Shout out. I uh had a 1.0 zune yeah and, and they did. were fat they, they were, were fat boys i ordered on a sketchy website a custom wrap that was earthworm gym yeah for my, i remember for that. my zune and let me just say this it wasn't a scroll wheel it was a pill it was a vertical pill that was a touch screen and you would go like this and it would go up and down and then if you clicked it would click that's right it was a vertical you know pill scroll iphone 8 style haptic response button and then and then the world changed when they announced 
the Zune HD because this baby's slim. This baby's pretty. This baby's got an OLED display. Yeah, that's pretty the impressive. The blacks are actually that's pure pretty black. I was telling my tech friend, Gabe, shout out to Gabe <laughs> about this, that it was an OLED display and he did not believe me. I said, no, the blacks, truly the screen is off. And he did not believe me until... That like sentence sounds ago. insane out of context. Sorry, I just... <laughs> <laughs> the z- okay, the look, Zune the pixels is- are actually turned off. No, I know exactly what you mean. Okay. I just, out of context, is oh, someone oh, like... Oh my gosh, it's booting. I see the Zune logo. God bless. Oh. The All weird right. little box cube thing. The weird little... Uh-oh, fetch. To be clear. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, it's booting yeah, up. HD colors. Dude, Oh man, yeah, I remember that oh, was my wallpaper. wallpaper. That was my wallpaper. Oh, didn't you it's a, it's flicked a, it's a, it up from the bottom of the let me, screen let me too, say, didn't you? Let me say that this bad boy is literally like 480p. For the listeners, this thing hasn't been best. booted in how long? How long? Probably about eight years. Now let's see. Maybe more. Say eight years ago, I was in. Uh, eight what years. What was I doing eight years ago? I was in college. Because ten years was 2011. <laughs> yeah. We're saying, what's uh, up? Oh yeah, we have a, 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 a. You want to join the show? Take my spot. We, we have a studio. <laughs> a, a, so let's. I just had to see this. <laughs> oh oh oh! Look, I have Zomboy reanimated EP right here. <laughs> I have far too loud. Oh man, look at these games too. Ninety-eight five. Is Those, this a freaking? Oh yeah, it has a radio. radio. It has an it, AM FM receiver on yeah, it, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Dude, I remember this laser game. I remember this freaking laser game. All right, let's see what we got here. Music. This is the show. <laughs> I told oh, you we're going to yo, ignore I the album. This must have been somewhat wiped because I only have like 10 artists on here. Dang. I have, what do you got? So I have, no, that's accurate of my music taste eight years ago. I have Beck, Far Too Loud, Jack White, Nero, Portugal the Man, Ultimate Dubstep Compilations. This all makes sense. The White Stripes and Zomboy. That's all I have. Nice. <clears throat> Holy crap. That's crazy to see. Holy. That literally zaps Holy. me back eight years. Yeah. Like some of those I images. I love the music library thing too where you could like pop it up at the top. Yeah, no, here. Oh. No, no, no. Hold it. It's going to die so fast. But like you would do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tap the top the of the screen. Very intuitive design on the Zune HD. Oh, yeah. There was also Zune Social. Yeah. I I was a gold listener of Muse. I was a gold And the way that you Yeah, 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 the text along the top, like the fat text. Yeah, that's how you pressed it to go back. That's and what then, I got excited about. And then the I this like dual menu thing. I remember that. <laughs> pictures. What do I got pictures on here? Oh, I got nothing. Wow. Wow. I know. We're just sitting here talking about something that no one can see. No, these are Honestly, great great visuals to listen to. Okay, but here's the thing. 8 years ago, that really was a sick device. I remember thinking like, wow, this thing Let's is be clear. awesome. The Zune HD has no app store. They have 20 applications that come with it. And I do. You do have a very crude browser that I did use to text my friends through Google Voice. He did. I, it's true. And I no push notifications. So I, if I wanted to get hold of you, I didn't have a phone all the way until I got back from my mission. So all through high school, I'm on my Zune HD in this crude browser sending a one-off message and then maybe receiving a reply if I refresh the page. That's literally how I'm texting. And I remember freaking um, the apps. I had to I had to custom install these games. Like this one called uh, 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 where is it at? Yeah, Dr. Optics Light Lab. <laughs> I, that baby was like 
and drum machine. These babies were pulled off like some sketchy forum that I thought would give me a virus. Look at Hairball. <laughs> oh, man. I remember there it's, being a Facebook app. Yep. There is. There is a Facebook app. I wonder if it still runs. Bro, it does. <laughs> imagine like, look at this. imagine getting on your bubble. Facebook right now and just say, hey, just posting for my Zune HD. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm telling you, there's going to be like some crazy legacy that is like, right oh there. Oh my goodness, dude. You should Bro, I'm going to log in. All right, all right. Oh my we, we do gosh. have to keep the show moving. But uh, I'm going like to find minutes. this is the show. I'm going to find my Zune. Type on this I'm going to find my Zune. This Maybe is next the week. worst keyboard in existence. I'd offer to like bring my equivalent, which is my iPod Touch, but the home button is literally stuck inside of the glass. Oh yeah, and the lock button's broken, dude. I've got an iPod Touch over there, so you literally can't do anything. Well, no, you. I can plug it in, and if I plug it in and it like boots up the screen, I can open it. But other than that, totally out of luck. There was okay. So in this era too, there were a few people making MP3 players. Creative was making one as well. What was their line called? Do you remember? I only was. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I had one. Yeah, you did. There was I had a Sony one. Walkman I know you MP3 did. Dude, I had too. so many music devices. I had iPod Touch. I had a Zune HD, and I had the Creative one. And I forget what the Creative one was called. Yeah, it had a built-in EQ. Creative sound cards. That's hey, you end. know what? I'm wrong. That pill that I was talking about. That was the creative one. That was not the Zune. That, that, was it the was, was it the same? I'm pretty sure that's true. Of the, did it have an actual scroll wheel? I think it did. Mine I, did I think not. it was like a haptic one, though. Like, it didn't... It was like the iPod. Like mine, it didn't move. Mine had four, five buttons. All right, bro. It had I'm, actual buttons. I'm hitting log Up, in. down, left, right, and center. Wireless is off. Would you like to turn it on? Oh, fetch. Now you have to remember your password. Yeah, now I have The to, real pain. Now I got to remember the Wi-Fi password. All right, skip to skip to the twenty minute timestamp. Whoever's listening, oh, yeah, yeah, no, no, <laughs> you're gonna no get way. the middle of some no conversations. Way. It's only I'm been like kidding. twelve minutes. No way. There's 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 quality <clears throat> content all the all, all along the way. It's like a uh, David Lynch's daily weather report. Oh, know, I mean that's whew. all along the way. That's Everybody cool. have a great day. He's have a, a great Friday, friends. <laughs> I'm David Lynch. I made Mulholland Drive and Twin Peaks. Did you know there's great controversy with David Lynch? This oh yeah, he's making one. NFTs. Yeah, he's making NFTs. What a bozo! <laughs> I, I lost some respect. Does for he? Him. Does he even care about the environment? I don't even care about the environment part. I just think the NFT's stupid. I've got no flipping time for it, man. Nobody I got does. no. I'm flipping. kidding about the environment thing. I, think I just I saw people, he's made it with like Interpol too, isn't he? Am I thinking of that right? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Like That's what? Right. So like what is he doing? Is like he just the take- international police or the band that made one good album? They've Two good made, albums. They've made a few bangers along the way, man. Turn off the bright lights and antics are both great. Everything after that sucks. Uh, I'll give you that. It but. says can't connect. You might be too far away from the wireless source. Try again. Dude, it's probably not even the right. I had this problem with my PS3 the other day. I got, or it was my 360 is what it was. I was trying to play Halo 3 online because the servers get shut down in like a month. And um, I the whatever it is, my modem is too new so like the signal it broadcasts for my wi-fi is not recognized by my xbox 360 it it might be the case here which is pain i wanted to jump on some halo 3 slayer Uh, with like the 30 people that still play it because bruh hear that zoom and it it, it's a circle with buttons i remember now yeah 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 that's how mine was but i think that the the the, uh, mine was the 32 gig i think the 64 gig was different i think it was different was it yeah Oh, time to be alive. no, no, no! The 120 gig was like this. Yep, there it is. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. the 120 gig, and it, it had like a uh, like a 
clicker on each direction. Holy crap, this keyboard is bad. I just said, I have never... It is bad news. It is very bad I've never seen a worse keyboard. Oh my gosh. Whoa. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Enough. 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 Yeah. All right. You know, we can't oh, oh, oh my gosh. I found it. Oh, oh, it's, it was called the creative Zen Zen. And there's the pill thing I was talking yep, about. Yeah. Oh yeah. I remember those. Yep. The cre- Yep. I had one of those babies as well. Yeah. I think my zoom is still going to be intact. I don't think it's wiped. I can't confirm that, but I got yeah, mine. It. Unfortunately just has a few dubstep bangers. <laughs> no, uh, we, we do have a, a bone to pick though. With a with a redditor, don't we, Logan? I just want to say, uh, I I think you're actually happy that was wiped. <laughs> I think this was a nice, a very convenient let, accident. Let me you. say, let me say, if it wouldn't have been wiped, this is what would have happened. Y'all would have seen Three Days Grace. Y'all would have seen Thirty Seconds to Mars. I mean, but we Y'all, knew, y- yeah. We've yeah. been new. You you done new. <laughs> there, Honestly, there you done some new. minor judgment. That's, yeah. <laughs> That's actually what's pretty great is between us, there's really no hiding anymore. Yeah, you would have seen Thousand Foot Crutch. No one knows what I listened to in middle school. Okay, but yo, yeah, I really this don't. Nero, yo, this Death Nero, metal. this Ninth Nero grade, album though is actually have... still kind of cool. Have y'all ever listened to this Nero album? I've seen it, but I never listened to it. I only know the song "New Life." Yeah. That's a good one, though. It is. It, Nero's actually a little bit cool, even still. Let me just say that. No, we have a bone to pick with I the I got Redditor. a bone to pick. I don't want Redditors uh, in my face again. I would say there's a lot of efforts in that second sentence of that verse. I'm mad. He but mad. I ain't stressing. Why, why do I know it's this? Kendrick Lamar. Redditors. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> one question. <laughs> <laughs> Where were you when I was talking? <laughs> that's right. That's what it is, bro. To Pimple Butterfly, we should do that album. No, so, yes, dude. There's so many heaters on that album. George Clinton's on it. We should. George do Clinton's it. on it. Automatically makes it one of the best rap albums George, of the last ten years. George Clinton's on it. My friend George Clinton. George Bush is on it, dude. Just to be clear, though, this display is probably consider him my friend. An inch and a half by. Th- Two and a half inches. Yeah, it's pathetic. <laughs> but it's awesome. It's, touch. it's insane. Honestly, that thing was revolutionary. And that one is signed by Paul Gilbert and Billy Sheehan on the back. Zune. 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 Zune is the best creation mankind has ever offered. Changed my mind. I don't like those Windows foam people. Oh <laughs> Yo, my god, bro. get it. <laughs> I had a bro. I knew a kid in junior high that had one of those and he swore he was like the pinnacle of human existence. And I'm like, dude. You know how many other people care that you have that? No one. Because there's iPhones. I was like, exactly. Bro, I remember. Gavin. My, I know, my I Zune you HD. You exactly who I'm talking yeah, about. I was, I was just about to call him out. My Zune HD at one point had the first Michael Bay Transformers movie on it. <laughs> Get behind me. That's all I'm saying. Dude, that's dude. actually pretty cool. <laughs> all right. Well, if Logan doesn't have a bone to pick, I... I just, I, I got a shout out to, uh, what was his name? My, mine, my, Minecraft MBA. Oh, Minecraft RMA? RMA Something like that. Oh, yeah. This guy, this guy warm and Absolute bozo, man. This guy's. Hey, this homie, 
he said he listens to us every night. Yeah, that's wait, bro. This is not who I thought it was. I thought it was a guy that we were talking about. It's like skip to the twenty minute mark. It's just nonsense till then. I will rip your head off <laughs> in Minecraft. Okay, let me let me say Minecraft RMA or MNA or whatever. Oh yeah, King. Yeah. Or queen. Oh, yeah. Or non-gendered or royalty. Or, whatever you want. But let me say this. I wonder if they know that we have an entire two seasons backlogged off the grid that they could... There's know. a website that I alone built called nitwick.com. No, I'm just kidding. He <laughs> built it. He built I it. can't Wait, even say that. I don't can, even know how to build a website. It's not true. Can you still access the old show? Yeah, nitwick, nitwick.com. All right, Minecraft... M R. You're gonna have to find so much nonsense. You're gonna find the Dell the Funky Homo Sapien episode. When oh, you're gonna oh, find, you're oh. gonna find <laughs> Logan's very well written blog post about uh, Oliver Del, Tree. Dell the Funky Homo. Oh. No, 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 no. He wrote about the Nitwick. Who did you write about? You wrote, you wrote about the the Avengers. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Who is he? Uh, and I just checked it. I actually, the site might be having problems. Hold up. Give me a second. Bruh. I now feel bad that I never like. Oh gosh! This is the only time I pulled out my phone in the whole history of the show. By the way, Give me no, a that is such this bull. Is the only time. Give me no, a that, hey, this site's experiencing technical. Give me a second, that, Logan. That was the biggest bull crap I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I've seen you on that phone before. I've guys, just so you know, I've never pulled out my phone. All right, well, the show. It, it, I have not either. Me neither. <sighs> while we're at it. <laughs> Only one that has is Aaron. It's in his hand right now. All right, bro, let's, bro, let's, bro, we're bro. All, we're all really okay. taking care of our listeners. First off, first off, I actually, I have a bone to pick with Royal Bicycle One Thousand and One for real. All right, finally, this is not um, my first rodeo, sir. It's actually his third. This is okay. He was. He was. I mean. He was pointing out the fact that you spent an inordinate amount of time on the geometry geometry album art. That's all he did. Well, Is that actually, who it was with actually, the Pine no, Grove guy. Actually, no. He did also that say else. that he did also say that you were what was it unbearable, insufferable, insufferable, insufferable. <laughs> insufferable. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I. <laughs> I am gearing up for. Nay, I am ready for a career where I will be non-stopidly harassed by redditors who feel like they need to morally high ground me. He didn't morally Those high ground all, you. Oh, he just, totally, that wasn't, that wasn't he moral. totally morally high ground Moral? Oh, In yeah, what no, no, no. way? Uh, what the NetWiki's up. The NetWiki's oh, up. Good. In what way? Moral high ground? Because what he said was, <laughs> man... If you have 10 minutes to rant about how you don't understand, how you don't like the album art, maybe you just don't get it, lol. These two squares. That, abstract art is fake. Okay, that is up. not a moral argument. That is, well, what that is, is someone pretending like they have the high ground in an argument because they care less than the other person. That's what that is. Is like, me, you know... Me going to the shorty and being like, oh, well, to I mean, if you have 30 minutes to tell me that I should do the dishes, maybe you should have just done them. <laughs> you know what I mean? lady. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to need to edit some of this. Because that's no, no, no. Because that's what you're doing to me right now. You are implying that I don't like the album art because I don't understand it. And I think 
the fact that I don't understand it is because it is not understandable. So I would like to invite you, Royal Bicycle 1001, to come on to the show. Explain to me. <laughs> I would love it. We'll please, buy your ticket. Please. We will buy for your the flight. Love of God. Explain <laughs> to me the purpose of this album art and why you think it Kay. is defensible. Because the thing that you cannot do, the thing that you cannot do to try and like, huh, I'm just gonna quickly dab on somebody who had a slightly more passionate opinion than I did. The thing that you cannot do is just say, oh, well, you just don't get it. Well, here's the thing. I he think I think you misread no it, bro. I think you misread it because I don't think he was saying you didn't understand the album art. He was saying you didn't understand the project. He was saying you didn't understand Pine Grove because all you were caring about was two red squares. That's what he was saying. And but you he don't didn't offer anything to like go against it. Like Logan presented his thesis. This man presented no antithesis. There's True. no synthesis to be had. Now, I, I don't want to fully defend this guy. And Cody hates I, I, You get bad examples all the time. I, yeah, I'm not going to fully defend this guy, but what I will just say is, I think Logan is saying that he was saying, you don't understand the album art. And I, I, I don't either. think that's what he was saying I at mean, all. He did, he did have a reply later where he's like, oh, turns out he's the only one who liked the album. Dude, the first sentence I said before I started ragging on the album art was, I need to get this out of the way first. Yeah, you did say that. I I <laughs> heavily, heavily implied at the very beginning that I had more to say than just the album art. Yeah, so, yes, you did. Your implication is what Jake's saying instead of what I'm saying. So you're not moral high grounding me. You're just assuming that I have nothing to say about the album. Guess what? You were wrong. You were entirely wrong. And uh, you still skip 23 minutes of the show, which tells me what type of listener you are. Rip yeah, bozo. You know? now, so, now, in this, that, in I, this I agree. Rip However, I, I actually totally agree with everything you just said. So I'm not, I'm not like undermining what you're saying. But what I will say is we are so used to going that deep into, for example, the album art, right? Whereas a listener who's just here ready to like listen our, our opinions of the album wasn't ready for a 10-minute discourse on album art. Yeah, but they, they, they also identify as a pine nut. And if you identify as a pine You're nut... You're my enemy. <laughs> yeah. My enemy. Okay, I hate the name. That's uh, so funny. Is that, I love the name. Is that really, like, official? I hope not. Like, is, is that really nut? what people say? It did get me thinking, though. Is a fan of this show a nitwick or are they nope. a Jameson? A nit nut. Oh, I thought you were going to take that a different they're way. I was like, no, 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 just no. No, nitwick. They're a nitwick. I think I anytime think. anyone yeah, says something nice, we're going by we're going by a hundred gex rules where the fans are nitwicks. Or you could go by Slipknot rules and they're maggots. I don't. I that's one. Uh, I'm going to deny both I'm of those. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> literally, they're maggots. I, I know. But <laughs> literally, that's what they're called. This is not the Shout first time Sid. it's happened to me. <laughs> Shout out to this Sid. is not the first time it's happened to me in real life. Regularly, I will get hit with the. Oh, well, why do you care about this so much, man? Why, Logan? Why do you have so many opinions on bar soap? I have never once heard someone rant for ninety minutes about bar soap. I'll give you the answer, because somebody has to care. 
If nobody cares, nothing gets done and nothing gets better. So I'm sorry that I'm holding this beloved band to a higher standard of providing album art that at least doesn't confuse, at least doesn't irritate the average listener. I think because I, what I am is an advocate for the people. All right. And I don't know how deep you have to be in Pine Nut Dumb to remember that people outside of the Pine Grove fandom listen to Pine Grove. You're but here definitely I am. not an advocate Dude, for Logan the people. Was at all. Logan, you are the wait. opposite of an advocate for the people. Logan was if anybody's an advocate for the people on this show, it's me. It's me. Well, you just I think it's, did. I just I think it's, to kill like me, three people. Okay. I'm the advocate. I think it's Cody. I'm going to be honest. Let, Cody's the advocate for the people. Oh yeah, yeah. How's, why am I? How's hold up. Why am I hang on. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Why do discourse? Co- he hates discourse. You know that like how does that make meme, you an advocate you know that for the meme people? of like Doctor Manhattan when it's like the guy's like so what are your sources and it you just brought goes, this up last I made this up no. and it's him exploding okay I know I brought it up already but I need to bring it up again because it remains relevant <laughs> there's no sources I just say what I say and call it that's it hold up that, hold up hold up why am embodiment. I not the advocate for the people and why are you an advocate for the people? why okay, am I not let, let me say this I might hate discourse but let I'm me curious. say this I'm not an advocate for the people you just said but compared to you I'm an advocate for the people because you are at the antithesis of the advocate for the people because you live and breathe by gatekeeping gatekeeping sick <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't really have to whoa, explain whoa, whoa. I don't, anything I don't more think, than that. I don't think gatekeeping and being an advocate for the people are are mutually exclusive. Absolutely. The no, they totally want their are. gates kept. Look at us. Look at how we put fences around yards. Okay, okay. Look at how we make gardens and put up walls that construct our beautiful houses. You know, we may put a window in there so we can look out and see all the neighbors degenerate children playing silly games we don't understand. But the point is we like our barrier. So a little too red. So if for it, me. It, so if I if I have some fan Look, base that's literally two people yeah called pine and then i just dab on everything else and just be like oh this is this is trash this is blah 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 speak the way you do right then it's like i'm an advocate for the people because these two people they were bringing down society okay that's trash all right if Ad- we're talking advocate for the people that means generally i advocate for the people not whoa! I not I, said, I advocate for my little tiny project that I like to keep everybody I said out of. I advocate <laughs> for the people. I have the people's best interests at heart. I am not fighting for the uneducated. I am not fighting for those who refuse to participate in the initiation rituals of given cliques and clans. All right. <laughs> I am saying that I am an advocate for what the people really want. Calling- you're, you're out here saying, "Oh, we just need to be inclusive." Oh, you listen to one Pine Pine Grove song? You're a pine nut, just like anybody else. And I'm saying, <laughs> look at that man. Look at that man who prides himself on being a pine nut. We need to show that being a pine nut is an earned title. No, one worthy of respect. Thing. No, okay, first and foremost, pine nut's the worst example in the world. So let's step away from <laughs> I don't pine know. nut. I think pine okay. nut represents but, a lot of things. Let me say this. The fact that you refer to them as the, the uneducated. Unwashed masses. Yeah. See, screw you. <laughs> Plain and simple, screw you. Because okay. what I will say is, if you believe in gatekeeping, you can't believe that you're actually building community. You're only building, you're a closed off community that nobody else can join. 
I'm building a better and community. That is not for the people. Whoa, 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 whoa. Communities live and thrive by gatekeeping. Oh, oh, oh. Hardcore Listen, couldn't me, have survived in the 90s. Let me take you back to a little class it. called 2110. Communications 2110. A group has norms. A group has leaders. A group has spoken rules, unspoken rules. They have rituals. Yeah. Communities. In, in 2110, strong. they won't teach you that you want to keep people out of your groups. That's what you're intentionally but they do doing. teach you that your group is held together by a well-understood social construct of implicit or explicit rules. And that that is what drives the group and makes them have an identity I'm not saying that, that makes them proud. I'm not saying the group doesn't exist. I'm saying the group is not for the people. The group is for themselves. No, 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 no. People should organize into these groups. It's not about it's not about every member of the unwashed masses being able to participate in every single group. It is about people who care about a thing and can demonstrate that they care about a thing to a degree that makes the other members comfortable that they are truly part of that group identity that allows communities to form, coalesce, and form tight bonds. Right? I don't reach out. I don't reach out to all the people who play. Final Fantasy 14 just to do the role play and be like you're allowed to talk to me. No, I blacklist them and ban them and mute them from the chats because I play the game to win. I play the game to be competitive and that's what allows me and the people within that competitive scene to connect with each other because we hold to that standard. Sure, I I, I mean I understand the concept of gatekeeping. It's useful. I, I I mean, for certain applications, sure. I sure. But what I will say is, it's empty, and it's empty as frick because all everybody's trying to do is just flex on each other, and then at the end of the day, everybody's just depressed and they're just trying to show off to each other. That's what it feels like to me. Because like you get in there and they're just like, "I know more than you, bro," and you're like, "Okay, cool." No, no, no. Oh, and, and like, I, it, I think, I think it, it's the most empty it. thing. What happens is. A lone guard, a gatekeeper, if you will, stands at the entrance to a magnificent. You use that voice one more time. I'm starting garden. the show. You use that voice one more time. I'm starting the show. So help me. Wait, the show hasn't started. No, no, we, no. We are. We, we got an album. Oh, talk we're about. half an hour in. <laughs> wow, beautiful old oh. garden. So help me. Yeah, this is one of those things where uh, Logan and I could argue for hours. We I, could literally argue for I understand. hours. I understand, but there's an album in the balance. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm but saying. But Jake, I'm, I'm thinking the, the the real resolution of this whole discussion. Are you a pine nut? Categorically, yes. By definition, no. <laughs> I don't think you're a pine he nut. He calls himself a man for the people, but he won't even take on the title of the people. Okay. All right. Cody pine is nut. on album of the. Week. I want to hear what Jake's about to say. Pine nut is the worst name I have ever heard. Okay, but do I do I consider Here's the thing. If I were in there with all the pine nuts, <laughs> would I would I make it a point to be like I'm not a pine nut or I don't use the term pine nut? No, I wouldn't because I'm not a cringy gatekeeper who thinks he's above everybody. What I would do is I would talk to them about the actual content like you should, not about all the freaking Stupid. Okay, but what if the, what if it? what if the pine nuts disown you because you're not you're not to his point you're not to their level you're not a what pine. You, 
If, okay, well if then, the if that happens, if, then it's cringy. If they, that's what it is. Essentially, if they make you, they make you say, you have to say, "I am a pine nut," or or you okay, are lesser. This will never you happen. You are lesser. This will never happen. All right, this will know. never philosophy. ever happen. But let me just say, sure, if it got to that point, I would say I'm a pine nut. But I'm not going to go out into the world. And be like, hey, I'm a pine nut. You want to learn what it's about? I don't about? know. I think like, I'm just, not going to do I that. Think you You're going to find yourself on a list. I think you confessed to being a pine nut a little bit there. I, sure. I, I guess if, if, it, if it can... You would compromise on your morals just to fit in with a group? Yeah. If it comes to pine nut. Because, <laughs> no, no. So because it, no, pine no, nut... That really is the question. Is it, It's more important that the pine nuts don't disown you than you just stand your ground? No, it's more important that... It's more important that we care about the actual content than the freaking name. I, I, I don't mean, care what they're I, I called. Mean, whoa, whoa, it's never been about the content. Yeah, see, it's and this never is, been see, about and the this content. is where I this is where I metaphorically flip you off because I just totally disagree. <laughs> I think that it is about the content and the community that builds around the content is secondary. And with with people make that community the defining factor to the content. That is where I join Mr. Bicycle Reddit user in saying you missed the point. Cody's on but album you would week. call yourself a pine nut. <laughs> Back to the wall. If it was between being a gatekeeper and a pine nut. so hard? It's a cute name. No, it, I it, think it's cute. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. If it, if it was back to the wall, I had to choose between being a cringy gatekeeper or a pine nut. I'll be a pine nut. I would be both. I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And guess what? Actually, a lot of them probably are both. Yeah. <laughs> but here's the deal. Imagine, imagine having pine nut in your biography. Why, why did why did they go with pine nut? And it's, not, hilarious. it's adorable. No, at the very least. It's adorable. At the very least, pine cone. I want to hug it. Why isn't it pine cone? I want to love like, where it. Where the frick you get pine nut? I want to bop it. <laughs> you want to bop right, it? It's just, I was just going to keep going until you stop. But like pine cone. Come on. No, That's way nut. better than pine no, nut. No, because a nut is like is also another word for a nerd or somebody who's passionate about something. I see. But it's so a pine nut. I mean, yeah, but that sucks. Cody, but it's awesome. It's Cody, Cody's got to introduce this up. Oh, there's things oh. there's there's other th- that this that said the legitimate 35 minutes almost 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 to the level of like you know declaring like i don't know that that got that got very entertaining that's all i'm gonna say is from the outside watching like i had logan literally visibly t-posing he was actually t-posing i know i actually spread out i know actually i have to make myself bigger to intimidate my opponents. <laughs> yeah, see, because you require intimidation to make your points. Oh, yeah. Just like a gatekeeper. Because I accept that we are animals, and we oh. rely on our tribe. I, see, we, we, get, we get... This is it. You get down to the fundamentals. This is it. This is the problem. He thinks you have to motivate by intimidation, and screw that, bro. Furthermore, I do think. I I, hey, wait, wait. I think that the pine nuts that just the figurative pine nuts that just bullied you into saying that you were a pine nut. I think they also ruled by intimidation. Uh, nope. I think that many of them do. I don't think that all of them do. I think that many of them are actually going to be wise. Many of them are also going to be cringy like Logan. It's gonna happen. Yeah. So what you do is you if you're on the outside of the gatekeeping brainwash. Stew. If you're outside of that, 
Then what you do is you just say, okay, well, when gatekeepers approach me, what I need to learn to do is just dismiss them because they can wallow in their own emptiness and that's fine. I care about the content. I care about the actual message. I'm with you. I, I understand completely what you're saying. I, I mean, I understand both fronts. I tend to probably side with you just because I, I, I don't like to bully people about what I listen to. I just like to engage with interesting things like the album of the week this week. Nice transition. Nice transition. We'll just speed run the intro since we've been. People here who for like this album are minutes. called Argue Nuts. <laughs> True. Are you an Argue Nut? Yes. <laughs> the album of the week is The Argument by Fugazi, which celebrated its 20th anniversary this month. Uh, it was their last album before they went on hiatus on the legendary Discord Records label. And what also, is- like, one of. The like, I don't know. I wouldn't say last of the OG post-hardcore bands, but definitely one of the uh, mainstays. Now, what were you gonna say, Logan? That was my question, actually. Um, what is post-hardcore? In its most literal sense, just bands that hardcore dudes made after they did original hardcore. So, okay. like Minor Threat to Fugazi would be one of those things. So, um, does it? What if it's just another hardcore project? Would it still be called post-hardcore? They just will call it hardcore. Mm-hmm. So it does have to do with the genre then. It does have to do with the music. Because if if a hardcore band went and made something that wasn't hardcore, they call it post-hardcore. But if a hardcore band makes a different project that's hardcore again, it's still technically hardcore. Kind of. So like post-hardcore also has like a sound associated with it. Like it's not just dudes that like stopped being in hardcore bands and went and did something else. Like bands like Fugazi have a sound that's very similar to other post-hardcore bands and stuff that's on discord records or that ian mckay did because he's in like five million bands um but yeah so if because like for example if a hardcore band mm -hmm. broke off and all of a sudden became a freaking edm group that would not be post-hardcore so it does it does have to do with the sound here Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like hardcore but it's softened down a bit or or kind what of. um I, I think another example that would be really good is like post judge and like youth of today gorilla biscuits like the old new york hardcore bands you got bands like civ which is still they're pretty hardcore still but bands like rival schools or quicksand that are much more i don't know weird they're not as straightforward as hardcore bands are so i i think in the most literal sense post hardcore is just the it's a sound, but it's also the bands that those dudes made after I see. the hardcore bands they were in. So. Okay. And Dance Gavin Dance. They rap about broccoli. Bro, I actually found Dance Gavin Dance the other week. They're not I'm bad. Sorry. Yeah, it's actually it's yeah, actually few, not that bad. <laughs> the one album the, the album that the album art looks like Where's Waldo? That's a decent album. That's most of their album. Except let me oh really. Are you what? thinking of the one with the guy at the he's like in a boat? I don't think so. It's yellow. And now I don't think so. No, that's that'd be Yellow Submarine by the Beatles. But I, <laughs> I'm thinking of happiness. But I will say, um, it did all of a sudden have this really bad rap verse out of nowhere. I know, really it's bad. They're a really bad band. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> I actually thought that the stuff that didn't have a cringy rapper was actually okay, though. At least do yourself a favor, listen to the Fall of Troy. It's like the better version. I mean, uh, do that anyway. It's, oh yeah, regardless. But, but I, I ask what the heck is post-hardcore because so I agree that if I listened to a song 
I could probably be like, oh, that's that either is post-hardcore or it's not post-hardcore. But I go on Rate Your Music and I listen to a lot of albums that are considered post-hardcore. Anything from Fear Before the March of Flames to Unwound to Spiderland by Slint to that's, like... That's not post-hardcore, but... I think it has the label, though. Uh, yeah, but I, I think post-hardcore also is just kind of like using it as an umbrella term for the last yeah. like 20 years. Because there's bands like Thursday. They are definitely a post-hardcore band. And yeah. there's band like Slint. It's a guy talking at me over know. like kind of math rocky stuff for the All entire Dawn album. Steps outside. It's <laughs> I just I, but, I think post hardcore like just Anthony Green's solo work too. They're like so his solo work is oh, like yeah. post hardcore, and you're like, what? This is a dude singing over violins with bird chirping ambi- ambience. So what's more ambiguous, alternative or post hardcore? Definitely still alternative, because I think post-hardcore <laughs> falls under the alternative umbrella. <laughs> oh, fetch. It's bad. <laughs> set theory. Don't even start. Oh, no. Don't start messing with I don't know what it. we do without set theory, though. It's so useful for describing everyday concepts. Yeah, it has it its is. limits. It has literal limits. Well, but, like, what are we supposed to use instead? I don't know. Like, calculus? Yes. I okay. will say this. <laughs> uh, yes, my, me approaching this album, I... Uh, I was picking up on and and this hopefully isn't offensive but I, I something that is in my playlist that i can definitely compare this to is like the pixies it kind of had some pixies energy going on i would say that the pixies definitely were influenced by fugazi there we go fugazi's got him beat by a few years so that's really interesting because i've always looked at the pixies to be one of the really influential i don't know what what do you classify the pixies to be genre Honestly, it's a good question because they're kind of all over the place. Yeah. Like they've got a lot of stuff going on, but they definitely grew up around punk rock. For like, sure. There's yeah. no doubt that like Frank Black saw like probably minor threat back in the day. For sure. But it's it, so it, sad that Bossa Nova didn't actually have any Bossa Nova songs. He, I wish. Yeah. That'd be so sick. The yeah. Pixies though, I always kind of, well, well, like mentally for me, it's funny because it has a lot to do with the way that you're exposed to things and you kind of learn about other stuff like Fugazi and that can kind of change your perception. But um, the Pixies have been kind of a root a root node, like the, the starting of a sound that like inspired early Radiohead. It inspired for sure bands like Weezer, like all that punk movement that it, I'm not saying the Pixies are Weezer. I'm saying that Weezer clearly is inspired like Pinkerton. They're, they're listening to a ton of Pixies. And learning more where the Pixies came from, that's pretty interesting. I would say, like, this album, out of all of their, like, releases, is, I, I don't know if I'd say the most mellow, because there's still, like, some unmellow stuff. But if you listen to, like, 13 songs of Repeater, which is, like, earlier in their, you know, discography, there's a lot more punk in there. Like, especially 13 songs. Like, listen to the song Waiting Room. There's yeah, a, and they also didn't allow moshing at their show. That's just a fun fact. It's a totally Why really? How do you one of the bands. that? You, 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 they I just have stop, no idea. Stop the music if they start <laughs> moshing. Probably. Ah, hey, shoved them hey hard, we buddy. said no moshing. And the funny thing is, is like they would be like just insane on stage. They'd be going crazy, but they wouldn't allow moshing at their is shows. That, are they, and this is another thing that maybe makes me sound very non-intelligent, but are they like, that sounds like a straight edge type. Oh, weird. minor threats the band that put a label to straight edge okay so Wait, they don't mosh in straight edge oh, no you do. 
they oh, okay. do. You but, have to but, hurt your but, friends to be inducted. But, but being <laughs> but being a person who's going to draw a, a kind of irrational moral line like no moshing, that just sounds like a straight edge be- behavior. Which me. is funny because straight edge bands are usually, well, since the 90s, even before that, I'd say going back pretty much to the start, have always been, they're very aggressive. It's very aggressive music. I got to say, I spent some time reading The Hard Times uh this week and now i can't tell whether i love straight edge culture or hate it you can have both it's very difficult to tell with the hard times what i'm supposed to feel straight edge or what is it like straight edge friend is terrible in every other way possible (laughs) it's like a hard times article no but the band that ian mckay was in before fugazi is minor threat and they wrote the song straight edge so Huh. Wow. So that literally is where there we go. The I, didn't, I, I thought I was going to sound like very non-intelligent, but that was actually right in line. Good, good, good. Um, <laughs> um, the Pixies, though, would you would say like likely they would cite these guys? Oh, I would imagine. Because ly- vocally, like his vocal style, because like the, the Pixies have just that iconic, you know, kind of like all over going for it. Aaron likes a lot of guys like that. A lot of guys like that. Yeah. And Tom Waits. Uh, hey, he was he was in uh uh Buster Scruggs. Yeah. Yeah, he was, was pretty hard. And he killed it in Buster Scruggs. Dude, he was awesome. Yeah, yeah he was. And he was just being himself. He wasn't even acting. <laughs> Which one is he in? I remember he's the, he's the gold digger That's one. what I thought. He's the old man, yeah. Anyway, like that one. Anyway, um no. <laughs> they just they just actually caught him outside Texas. No, I I think literally they, I think they just they found him out in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, hey, hey Carl Brothers, can you bring a camera out here? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, but that was definitely something that I really enjoyed about this album was just the vocal performance. It's super, it was great. I enjoyed this album. I really did. Especially because I'm relatively new to the Pixies, and so like I, have, I, I haven't heard a lot, a lot like this. I'm so. going to throw you a real curveball here. So there was another band that Ian McKay was in. They have two songs. They're called Egg Hunt, like E-G-G Hunt. Just look it up. That's all I'm going to say. Go listen to Egg Hunt. It's. I mean, it's like five minutes of music. It's. Oh, you want to really easy Hunt. to go through. Yeah, no, I'm. I'm interested for sure. I, uh, I enjoyed this album a lot, though. That's that's all I really have to say. What What did you think, Logan? I don't even know how to critique post hardcore. Because I don't really know what it is or what it's going. No, that's kind of, of how I feel. That's... I I don't know what to say about this album on like what I thought it was going for versus what it did. Now, to be clear, I have listened to at least three Fugazi records now uh, because, like any diligent fan of metalcore, I decided to say that I wasn't into metalcore anymore and listened to just post-hardcore Naturally. before I realized three years later that I actually do just like metalcore. It's <laughs> a lot of good stuff. But the point that I got at, too, with this album was that, first off, they have, like, three vocalists. There's two. Really? Yep. Two it's vocalists? Ian McKay, and then I can never remember his the name, lo- but he was in Rites of Spring. The, the lower yeah. pitch guy, I don't know. I, I didn't like him as much. <laughs> there are three personalities, though. One of them LARPs as another person. Oh. Really? Yeah. About that. What? Wait. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I was looking to the authority on this. I was like, <laughs> I was like, Cody, please clarify. You're in a dangerous position. I just, power wanted, right I just now. wanted to say the word LARP again. That's it's fun. a fun word. But the, the thing that I have with this album is it makes me want to listen to either Fear Before or Slint. 
and it never and it kind of exists in this middle ground in between where either the instrumentation is so sparse and the mixing is so empty that it kind of feels like I'm listening to Spiderland all over again. Or we get like a brief few seconds in, oh my gosh, what am I thinking of? It's like the fourth song. But like every fourth bar during the verse, like the guitars will come in along with like a flute and a cello. And you'll be like, whoa, this is amazing. And then it's back to being just like, I'm looking at ping pongs of sound around a giant empty concrete hall. The reason I picked the album is because it's definitely their weirdest. Like it's pretty well received as like their best. I mean, obviously it comes down to personal taste, but from like you use rate your music. I mean, I've talked about it before. I use Sputnik music and have for years. This is the only one that has a 4.2 rating. Everything else is like in the four below range, but people loved this album. And I remember um, I picked up, I would have been 15 at this point. um, Decibel magazine, like the metal magazine, they did their top 100 albums of the decade from 2000 to the end of 2009. And the argument was on there and I'd never listened to Fugazi. I knew who minor threat was at this point. That whole magazine was like super influential. It's how I got into like converge and cave in too. But, mm-hmm. um, the arguments like number 12. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, this is cool. I wonder what it's like. It's probably heavy. And then I listened to it. I was like, Nope, <laughs> not at all. Yeah. Not I was like, this is all. sick. I'm in. That's kind of what I like. That's about what post hardcore is. Cause it's like adjacent mm-hmm. to heaviness. Well, and I mean, bands like Cave In. Cave In's Jupiter was the number two album of the decade, according to them. Nice. And Jupiter has a lot of very spacey guitar, a lot of like very big rock riff kind of stuff going on. And the album they made before it is called Until Your Heart Stops. And it's got the heaviest breakdowns I've ever heard in my life. What was number one? (laughs) Jane Doe? Jane Doe. Nice. This album, though, it definitely has some hooks that are just like, they're catchy. Like, it's like, it's going to run with like a, like a, pop song almost like it's like for a half second then it'll it'll it will it will like what was it It was the outro of the song oh i I was like almost like man that sounds like it's gonna drop into like almost a beatles like yeah chorus uh, uh, yeah i know and then and then it ended it It just it just ended i thought the same thing i actually thought of the beatles at that part too i was like back and listen to it now you said that because i never (laughs) thought of it that way also some of those bass lines were very like meaty yeah yeah they were kind of like poppy almost like aaron said like some of the bass lines were cool i i liked the bass lines yeah, i mean it's cool <laughs> <laughs> it was cool wait what I, I, thought, I, I, yeah, thought, I, I thought i thought it was a unique album experience like i i was expecting something heavy you look at the cover even and i was expecting something heavy and, it, and then it wasn't well you know it's their anti-war manifesto I, I it is. you're not wrong <laughs> yeah <laughs> but it looks I like i just didn't expect it to be it yeah lo- yeah the open hand of peace versus the flame of war. Yeah. Yeah. That's legitimately what it and is. there's a there's a lot huh. going on lyrically in this album too that I think that there is to unpack. Like I it's on the outside, uh Ian McKay, I think is who I was reading the quotes from, is like, Oh yeah, this is all about, you know, I'm we're anti war. We just don't think that it's acceptable in any forms. And when you see planes dropping bombs and soldiers shooting each other that's just an argument but taken to its logical extreme but i find that the lyrical content of the album seems to focus a lot more on themes of alienation and frankly like domestic situations and so it it, it's war as expressed through like the idea of gentrification war as expressed through the idea of um 
police and police culture, war as expressed through the idea of dissemination of top secret information. A lot of things that aren't straightforward takes on, okay, you know, oh, consider the kid whose dad you just killed. Oh, now we're on the battlefield and things are so bad. It it, it was kind of a subtle, nuanced take on being an anti-war manifesto to the point where I'm not really sure it's that despite what he said yeah and i I think that's something that like just in general a lot of the time when you think of like anti-war movements even like you think about like oh they're in for example in our lifetime in response to the iraq war there's a lot more that goes into it than just being like oh we're against the iraq war Mm -hmm. there's the policy behind it there's the enforcement of the policy behind it there's all the people that are like ramping up propaganda to support it or to not support it either way um but yeah that's part of what i like is just like that nuanced feeling like it's not just like war bad for example i love this album but anti-flags um for blood and empire has a song on it called war sucks let's party it's about as straightforward as it gets yeah um and i mean that album's got a lot of very smart songs about like cia operations and stuff you know it's it's thinking man's punk but yeah I, i like that much more nuanced take like I've heard a million and a half bands tell me about how much they think, you know, war's bad. Great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fantastic. They've been doing it f- forever. Yeah. Literally everybody has written an anti-war song probably at one point. Unless you're a country musician post-2001. You know but me. Beside the point. <laughs> I'm, whenever I'm shoving into a bunch of other burly, sweaty men, I love a good song that makes me pause and go, oh, is that true? Did they really do that? Before I ram into another sweaty man. There's a band called Earth Crisis that I've definitely <laughs> talked about on this show before. They use like 12 syllable words in their lyrics. Oh, and it's aggressively heavy, like drop tunes, just chug metalcore from the 90s yeah. about like anthropocentrism and stuff like that. Like that's in their lyrics. And there's also like anti-war songs and everything. And so like people are like beating the crap out of each other in the pit to like and singing along. It's great. Cody, can I the part, singing along that's, that, that's the part. That seems like a band. So a band that talks about anthropological and sociological concepts with a dense vocabulary combined with heavy, with heavy, heavy riffs and moshing and punk culture. This kind of seems like a band that was made for me. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Earth crisis. Earth crisis. Earth destroy crisis. the machines. It's <laughs> yeah. one of the best hardcore records of the 90s. <laughs> incredible frick yeah and i mean really we all deserve to find artists like that you know we all deserve they're just vegan deserve. straight edge and i'm neither do you, do <laughs> so it's like do you have anything else oh, to throw the one, in there the one uh, I, I don't think so i think pretty much everything i would would have said has been covered did you like it though yeah it was good okay cool yeah it was good yeah, yeah. Well, i don't know what my bop oh, did is we just man. like blow through a whole episode well yeah, well we, had we, we we had some pine nut we spent drama. 30 minutes on pine nut and gatekeeping <laughs> okay, but you know what so cute you know what though there were moments that were pretty um at least i don't know how it is in playback but being in this room i thoroughly enjoyed oh i also just have to do a quick shout out to uh once again uh Co- cody's twitter Cody's bird count is. He told that. us not to promote that. No, no, no. He posted a picture of himself. His, oh, yeah. Just his face. Oh, it's on, me as uh, the, Duke Leto the second from <laughs> Children of Dune and Dune Messiah. It goes hard. That picture goes. I just literally I went on Instagram and put the picture on there, and then you can put another picture on top of it. And so I just took a picture of my face and just 
put it over. Dude, I Duke can't Lito lie. It, it goes hard. No, it goes it so hard. It goes so hard. Feel free to screenshot. The best part about it. Feel free to screenshot. Completely sober when I made it. <laughs> yeah. I was just thinking Completely about doing. Completely sober when I made it. <laughs> just was thinking about doing. That's a good and important preface. Unlike Purity Ring. Unlike Purity Ring. I was completely sober when I saw them, too. Oh, no. Almost. Sans one beer. Yeah, yeah. I know. Sorry. Sans one beer. One whole beer, guys. One whole beer. That doesn't count. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, bops. Right when I thought I exhausted all of the good Midwest emo recommendations from the Spotify algorithm. Here comes more. Right when I thought I exhausted it, I laid eyes upon this beautiful album art. Oh, and I, the second I saw the album art, I went, I hope this song is good. And then it was a freaking rager. Well, as rager as Midwest emo can be, it's not really hard, but it's just so good. Uh, the track is If I Sit Still, Maybe I'll Get Out of Here by TTNG. Oh, shout out uh, to this town needs guns. <laughs> that yeah. I do like. They did and change their name. I know, but it's AJJ. it's so much funner to but say. But I know. I had no clue about them until this I've last. I've never associated week. them with Midwest emo until literally now. <laughs> this album, this album, which is called "This Town Needs Guns," definitely Midwest emo y. Like definitely, I found it through it Math Rock so, forums. Yeah, that's what I know. Well, from. the thing about yeah. it is, Math Rock and Midwest emo it's, have so much overlap. The only difference yeah. between Math Rock and Midwest emo is about three years of age. <laughs> true. Yeah, that's actually pretty true. But that's, sorry, average age of band members. But um, man, the tr- that track though. If I sit still, maybe I'll get out of here. Like right when I heard it, I was like, "This is like, this is like I." A Midwest emo playlist headliner. Like I would put this almost as track one. It's wow. so good. So, anyways, uh, really just like it. Um, that's about it. Album art's great. Like I said, the the packaging is fantastic and the music is good. I listened to the whole album and it's all good. So, and I would like to give a shout out to K A Applegate. Yay! Who is that? Author of Animorphs. That's why I recognized it. I, I was like, I know that name from somewhere, but I can't think of where. So wait, what? what's the tie-in? I'm oh, lost. nothing. <laughs> He's just been reading uh, Animorphs. So, I don't know if y'all know. Animorphs are pretty cool. Y'all remember a little guy pretty who cool. uh, made his way into the, into the Memphis rap scene, the Memphis rap revival. Truly, truly the nastiest in the game. Little Ugly Mane. He, uh, he came in with that slick rick sound he was dropping crazy bars about all these antics about living in the city and doing crazy things and tours with death metal bands that's true point that out (laughs) yeah shout out sean kemp uh made uh, made a collaborative album with a guy who once collabed with uh, with drake on his very first mixtape ever so he's two degrees away from drake which pretty much makes anybody a good person in my eyes uh i have sung the praises of little ugly mane for decades and when he retired with oblivion access it was a sad day for music but the good news is little ugly mane is back the bad news is Lil Ugly Mane is definitely not back. He definitely did not do the same thing this time. If you ever wondered what an He's ex- post post Lil Ugly Mane. Yes. Post Lil Ugly Mane. If if you He's ever wondered what it would sound like for a um OG Memphis rap revival guy 
to suddenly transition into kind of crappy shoegaze slowcore. Please go ahead and listen to Volcanic Bird Enemy and the Voice Concerned. It is an incredible album with terrible singing and really dusty production. And with that, I would love to recommend the song Cold in here. Nice. Put it, put it on the bop thing. I yeah, realize no, that, you haven't put on for like weeks. Well, we haven't had the show in weeks. No, you haven't put on like you're like stacked be way behind. The first Logan entry is like back there. There's no way. <laughs> you so got. I'm reading Earth Crisis lyrics over here because <laughs> now I'm thinking about them. I'll I'll share some after the show. Um, are you done though, Logan? Yeah. I don't want to cut you off. Okay. My uh my bop this week is William Blake Overdrive by a Wilhelm Scream. Uh, they're a punk band from Massachusetts. A Wilhelm Scream. That it's, name, uh, dude. It's so good. That's awesome. All their songs are just like blisteringly fast, and I just, it's very intelligent lyrics. Um, I have they ever I, sampled the Wilhelm Scream? I'm sure they probably have, and I've just never noticed it. But that's where the name comes from, obviously. So, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. All their albums are good. Their EPs are kind of, but the albums are usually all very solid front to back. Mm. So you're you're a fan of high high BPM? Yes. Oh yeah. Low BPM gang, drop out. Just go home. Don't even make music. I am a low BPM guy. I'm I also like shoegaze. I, I like am. you anyway. Wait, I am. Wait, but what do you like? Uh, really? That's actually how you feel? You don't like low BPM stuff? I struggle with BPMs around a certain tempo. Like anything between like 105 and 128, I'm going to say is usually pretty lifeless. And anything slower than 75, I just straight up can't handle. I'm going to get. Uh, I, I like I'm pretty sure I know. I think I'm on album. Except for Jesu. <laughs> Shout we go. out. I'm pretty, isn't, pretty like, sure I'm on album and I have a. Isn't Shoegaze very might slow? Might not go over very well. Sometimes. Not slow as 75. But even then, I like more aggressive shoegaze a lot of the time. Huh. So my bop is uh, William Crooks, but it's not Mambo number six. Brick, yeah. Although although Mambo number six is is untoppable. But no, Rainbows on... Uh, oh, yeah. That's a great song. You know, his whole thing about botany, the idea that he is this rapper, producer, but also a botanist, and that's his brand... That's exactly what Lil Yachty was doing, where he just collected nautical fashion, and then one day was like, I'm going to release an a-, a rap album. Shout out Lil Boat. So, yeah, shout out Lil Boat. Uh, shout out nothing else that Lil Yachty has ever made, though. Correct. So, <laughs> the reality of it is, I think one of the ways to become an iconic artist nowadays is do anything else before you make music. Yeah, I mean, it definitely does make him iconic. It yeah. does. Um Dude, he literally, like the tracks that I've made that have been blown out mm-hmm. for like our monthly music challenges, he taught me how to blow out. No way. Yeah. He responded to me on Instagram. Clipaholic. Because literally I asked him, I was like, bro, you're Dang, clipping. Son, where'd you find that? <laughs> you're, I was like, your clipping is unreal. Yeah. And he responded and he taught me. You got to show me. I want to know the, the crook's secret. When you find out, it's. It's too easy. The Willie Crooker. The Willie Crooker is too easy. Yeah. Okay. But, but he does it so good. Trapaholics. <laughs> Clipaholics. Real clip. That's <laughs> <laughs> so funny, dude. I love the era of rap where everybody's like sample name sounded the same. Oh, yeah. Like they were all different names, but they all had the same like, what is that? Like a vocal yeah, just AI. some guy. It's just some guy. It's like one dude in the South, and he can't even recreate it anymore. <laughs> and everybody used that uh, that hi-hat that said, hi. 
You know the one I'm talking about? Yep. I I miss I still love it and I know it's overplayed, but it makes me like a rap album more when like the Trapaholics mixtape is louder than the verse. <laughs> yeah. I consider that to literally be blow my speakers out when it's just someone introducing <laughs> their like beat name. Let's let's forget that Andrew Protect three, DJ that, Smokey me, at all costs. Me and Damon in Florida, we were like I I was laughing to the level of uncontrollable again. Just thinking about the Andrew three thousand, like his his <laughs> no the, the, Samsung no, 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 Galaxy no, S two the the what was it? It was the um hey ya with <laughs> that beat that's just like mixed so low. Yeah. Oh yeah, the, the hey ya remix that is not <laughs> it doesn't it's like it's i mean it's the most hype song ever and they managed they just, just I like know. squelched so much hype out of I it. know. So Okay, but let me just say before we end that your pick Rainbows it that little EP, man, it's got it, it's got like really good pacing cuz Rainbows and that and the uh, and Ecstasy 2 are like they're you know they break everything up. It's such a it's, good song. Rainbows I I love that song. It's a great song. Anyway, that's 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 uh that's all we, that's all I got this week. So we got That's yeah. all we got. That's uh, yeah. all we, yeah. So, so we got, so we got. I almost dropped so, into a beat there. Uh, almost. <laughs>